What's going on, folks? And welcome to another episode of Thoroughbred Teamsters Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Rich from North California's Local 315. All right, so this is episode, officially episode 31. But what it, what it really is, is it's uh, what was supposed to be released as episode 15 uh, back in February. And what had happened was in January, I created uh, I, I, I had some issues at the company. Um, you know, I really dug myself in a hole there and I was really going through it. So I, I ended up costing myself a month of work. Um, this is me in the middle of this, you know, time off reflecting, you know, um, you know, really taking ownership for, for what had happened. And, you know, I just kind of wanted to share that with you six months ago today. Also, the one-year anniversary of mine and my wife's wedding anniversary. So, uh, if you're listening, babe, love you. Um, thank you for everything you did for me, for the family, during that rough month. Um, you know, we, we, probably one of our toughest times, but, you know, not to throw my business out there or nothing. But, you know, we pulled through it, and uh, I believe we're stronger than ever. So, you know... Through rough times, you know, you survive through the rough times and, you know, you're flying high afterwards and that's kind of where I'm at right now in life. So uh, check this episode out, just kind of, you know, fill it out a little something, a little something extra and uh, I'll check in after the, after it's over. What's going on, folks? Uh, Let's just cut to it this week. No intro music, no formal introduction. You know who it is. Um, And if not, Please check out a previous episode. Uh, plenty of introductions in those. But um, with this episode, I wanted to share what I've been dealing with the last few weeks. Uh, today is February 15th, 2019. It's a Friday. And I am about finishing up my third week of non working discharge. Yeah, you heard it right third week of non-working discharge. Um, And in this episode, I'm going to discuss that, my experience with this. I'm I'm not going to get into detail. A lot of stuff's still pending. Um, But I want to, as I'm learning from this, I also want to use this as a teaching experience for those of you that do listen, that that are part of a union, that are Teamsters, uh, maybe even in the Oakley building. And and I know there's some people probably listening like, Jay, don't do it. You're taking a risk. Um, but, but I'm confident that this is going to be a positive episode. I'm not here to, to rip anybody. I'm not here to, to blame anybody. I mean, this is 100% complete ownership on my part. And, and I just want to share that experience with you guys. So, so let's go ahead and, and get this one started. Now, I've been working with my current management team for a little over a year now. Um, You know, brand new, complete team. Uh, Previous manager retired, um, and and he really didn't have much help when it came to uh, supervisors working under him. Um, uh, You know, we all have theories on why that is, but, you know, it seems now that he's gone. We have a, a new manager who has several supervisors working under him. And then it just seems like every week they're hiring a new 
some sort of part-time soup or office soup or some I don't know it's just management is is has has been stacking stacking up in our building um just just trying to trying to you know set the scene a little bit um again you know our building's growing as stated in the first episode and you know it's just you know we're growing with employees we're going with management we're going with administration um as well as the the physical building itself ha- has grown now you know we haven't I haven't always seen eye to eye with this current management team. Um, not going to get into the details of that. You know, I, I feel that's kind of been a mutual relationship in that aspect, but I can't speak for them. And even if I, I don't know if they would admit that, even if that was the case. So again, I'm going I'm to look at my part in this. Um, so I, I'm a very vocal person. I, I, I call it as I see it. I, do my best to hold people accountable, um, both my coworkers and the management team when, when something's wrong, you know? Um, and with the situation that, that, it, that was started, uh, getting, that started escalating was I, I got this bright neon orange beanie from the union, uh, across the, the brim of it. It, it says local three local union teamsters three fifteen. Uh, I love the beanie. It's an awesome beanie. I rep it everywhere I go, work or play. And, and what happened was, I was wearing it at work on road, and we have a very strict uniform code. Uh, it's not really been enforced over the years. It's not really something plastered on the walls everywhere of like hey this is your uniform but but we do have a strict uniform code and you know it it recently started getting enforced so this this bright orange beanie i i began to use as a as a safety safety gear um i I feel safe with it when i'm making these deliveries at night you know i'm i'm dressed in dark clothes uh minimal to no reflective gear, nothing, you know, it's, it, it can be a little unnerving sometimes, you know, wondering if you're seen by oncoming traffic, uh, customers who might be scared to answer the door at night and whatnot and so on. So, you know, while I was wearing it, um, I I became comfortable with it and nothing was ever said to me. Well, you know, the peak season passed, um, in comes, you know, uh, a higher management team, you know, uh, regionals and, and stuff like that. So, you know, I guess the, the uniform code is, has become, uh, a very important aspect of, on representing the company, which I, I understand now, but what led me to my situation was while this, this uniform policy was being implement, re-implemented, reinforced, I, I put up some resistance on it. My manager spotted me on route wearing my beanie. I was told I couldn't wear the beanie. I argued that I would still wear the beanie. And at that point, now I'm bordering on the line of gross insubordination. Uh, boss man gave me a few attempts. Um, he had to bring labor into it, who brought my business agent into it, who who contacted me and said, hey, Man, 
you know, I, I know, I understand, but, you know, we can't make this an issue. Can you, can you not wear the beanie and, you know, we'll, we'll work on this basically from a, another point of view if, it, if, it really, if you really do feel it's a safety issue. So I, I obliged the call. I, I took off the beanie um, and, and that was it. Well, that wasn't it for me. Um, from how I understood it, I was not allowed to wear the beanie on road and I wasn't told anything about not being able to wear it on company property. So that's what I did. Um, so I'm pushing the limits there, right? I mean, I'm technically, you know, I'm pushing limits and it wasn't taken kindly by management. So that's where we had, uh, uh, um, uh, me and my manager, we, we had a meeting about it and it didn't go well. It, uh, it escalated pretty quickly. I, I wasn't, um, I wasn't professional at all. I, I, at the time I, I, I just, I, I lost it and it escalated and it spilled out into the building and within minutes I was terminated and I went home. Now, if if you are listening to this and you and you hear my my story, again, this is just one side. This is just one side of the story. There's a lot more to it that I can't get into, but and and, and if you find yourself going, "Man, that's that's fucked up, man. Why did he do that?" I I understand. I would probably be saying the same thing too if I were you, but I knew what the consequences could possibly be. And I knew I was pushing limits and I, I crossed the line. And, and like I said, during this, uh, escalation of argument, um, I, I said things that I knew that if I said I, I could be discharged and, and there could be no coming back. Um, Again, it was it was a hot and heavy situation, <laughs> not in that way, but you know what I mean. It, it was it was just going so fast that I mean, if you've ever been in those arguments or or, or anything to where you're you're just trying to get free and trying to to get uh, trying to clear your head. I mean, after all this was said and done, it still probably took me four hours to truly calm down and. While I'm a passionate person and I can get frustrated, man, for me to take four hours to, to calm down over something, that's, that's big for me. Usually I can pretty much calm down within 15, 20 minutes. So, you know, four hours later, I'm still, I'm still pissed. I'm still, you know, I'm at home now at this point. I'm like, what am I going to do? Um, and, and, and it starts getting into my head that, man, I fucked up. Like I, I knew I fucked up even as I was doing it right afterwards but when when all those emotions kind of finally start settling down it 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 started to to settle so you know um i just started thinking about a lot of things i started thinking about my family you know i got two beautiful daughters a beautiful wife um and i'm my first thought is what am i going to do you know, how am I going to rebound from this? What's going to happen? Um, 
you know, that, that day was just kind of, I was up and down. I was, I was real depressed. Um, one hour and then the next hour I might be confident that I'm going to bounce back. Um, just, you know, I'm confident in myself that no matter what happens, I'm going to bounce back from this. I mean, I got to, I got a family dependent on me. I can't be here, you know, depressed, bummed out, poor me. What, what did I do? You know, I, I mean, I got to make moves. I got to bring money in. Um, I got people depending on me. So I, I, I just, I can't be clear enough that I'm the one who fucked up it, it, I brought it upon myself and I, and I reflected over those last two years, you know? So, so days are, days are going by, like I said, over the days that, 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 uh, followed, you know, I'm up and down, down. I'm, I'm bummed. I'm depressed. What did I do? I just threw away a hundred thousand dollar a year job. You know, I, I threw away full benefits, a pension. And then the next minute I'm just like, well, I'm going to have to bounce back. You know, I mean, I, I got my degree. I'm working on a, a certificate right now. I, I own a small business that I kind of put on hiatus because I was, you know, so focused on my job. Um, there are things I could do. You know, I, I was confident that I could bounce back, but no matter how much I bounce back, I just kept telling myself, man, there's, even if I have three businesses two and another job, like I, I, I'm not going to be able to, to replicate that income with those benefits. And, and that kind of took a toll on me. You know, I, every time I looked at my daughters, I'm just like, man, in my head, I'm just like, I let you down. I let you down. They don't know it. But in my head, I'm like, I, I let you down. So, you know, even by the end of that first week, I'm already looking for another job. And I'm just kind of getting the feel of things. I'm like, man, you know, I live 15 minutes away from my current job. And I might have to look for a job that, that takes me an hour and a half away from, from my house. You know, and sh shout out to those of you that have those struggles. You know, I I've been there before, but, you know, to go from a 15 minute, you know, commute to possibly considering having to take an hour and a half commute just to get paid half as if I'm lucky, get paid half as much as I was getting paid at my current job. You know, it was I was dealing with those things and, and I still am. Um, but but, you know, to. A week of that can can kind of drive you nuts. And for those of you that have been, you know, in between jobs, I mean, for me, 19 years, it's been 19 years since I've not had a job. You know, I mean, I, for 19 years, I have been constant, consistent paycheck. And I've even, you know, in that point, I even created more income for me from my from my side business. And, you know, so I, I'm not used like it was a it was a shock. I, w I was again, just disappointed in myself. So, you know, um, during that first week as well, I was in communication with local 315 with my business agent and I just wasn't confident. It's not that I wasn't confident in them. I, I know those guys got my back. I know they will put up every fight, you know, to, to help me out and to help anybody out. I've seen it. I've seen it for, for the last three years as I've worked with them. You know, I know what they're capable of and I know what they're willing to do. And even if someone is in the wrong, I still see them bust their ass to fight. I've seen it. And, and I put those guys in a bad position because now I, instead of helping them with issues, I now created an issue for them. And, I, and, there, and there's some guilt behind that. But not one time they say, hey, man, you, you've, you, know, you put us. I mean, they, they, they let me know that they were, I was in a bad position and I knew that. They didn't have to tell me that. I knew that. But 
you know, it, it's tough when, because working alongside them, I know what the playing field is like these days when it comes to labor versus, uh, when it, when it comes to the companies versus unions, you know, like I, times have changed since in the last 19 years over the last 19 years that I've, you know, become part of a union. I, I've seen the playing field change. I know firsthand, I talk to these guys on the weekly, on the monthly, and, and, and I, I, I see how it's changing. So I knew better. And, and when they tell me, you know, man, this is, this, this isn't good, man. I, I know, I know. And I, and I gave them a challenge, you know, I, I, by me putting myself in that position, I gave them a challenge and those guys are going to bat for me. And, and I'm forever grateful no matter what the outcome is. I know those guys gave it all. And, you know, so to everyone at 315, you know, working hard for me, Nick Bird, <laughs> Nick Birdie, Nick Barry, Alberto Ruiz, uh, Donnie Garcia and everyone else. Thank you. I appreciate the effort you're putting in there because because I, I know what you're doing. Thank you. But, you know, that the, to, to the listeners, this is still unresolved. This is everything. Things are still pending. You know, I, I went I had a, a meeting with the company with, with my business agent, Nick Barry. And we, you know, we, we explained our sides. Um, a couple things varied, you know, a couple differences. And that's how, you know, it is when someone explains their side and the other person explains their side. But, you know, I felt that that was a good meeting. You know, I, I left that meeting with a good vibe. And I made it clear that even if I'm, I'm not taken back to the company, I, I understand. I'm, I'm going to take, take my, my punches, my licks. Cause, cause I brought it upon myself again. Uh, I can't stress that enough. I know I've probably said that about a hundred times, but it, it just sucks when you know that you're wrong and you're kind of at their mercy. And, and that's where I'm at right now. Um, as I said, you know, the, the situation is still pending. I, I'm going on finishing my third week of discharge. Uh, it, it's, it's, I, I've done my best to be productive around the house, you know, um, you know, whether I'm watching the kids, picking them up from school, that that's, if there's any plus side to this, it's that I'm spending more time with my family. Now the trade-off is a great job and benefits, but you got to find a bright side in, in, in every situation that you're in that has a down, uh, a downside to it. So, you know, if, if I'm, I, well, again, I'm no, I'm no good to my family. If I'm sitting here moping, I've moped harder over less so I don't know what that really says about me. You know, maybe I've grown over the years or something, but but I'm still confident in myself and being able to provide for my family. It's just right now I'm kind of at a lull where, like I said, things are pending. I need to know what's going on, not because I'm impatient, but because if if this is going to go longer or if it's going to be permanent, I kind of need to start making moves now. If I got to start looking for a job, um, like I said, I'm getting my 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 uh, my uh, my business up and running again. It's perfect timing to the season. And even if I am taken back to the company, I still got to keep that business going just to make up for what I've lost. So, um, looks like no matter what, I'm gonna be operating my business all year long. Um, but 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 enough about that. You know, I, I don't want to ramble too much. Um, again, I'm just kind of checking in. Hope this doesn't get me in trouble. Um, 
I do want to thank again Local 315, my business agent, uh, my president, you know, everybody at 315. I want to thank my coworkers for for calling and supporting me. Um, I, I don't want to put them on blast right now, but but you guys know who you are. I've been getting a ton of calls, ton of support. You know, um, you know, I hope to be back um, sooner than later. But again, it's out of my hands. Um, but no matter what, I, I will be okay. You know, I, I, I do hope to go back this month in February. I think I'm kind of past the threshold right now to where even if I do come back this month, um, I won't work enough hours to have health insurance coverage for March, which is the following month, which is something I've talked about in previous episodes. And that's, that's a bummer. You know, it's, uh, just kind of hope everything falls into place. And if that's, even if that's the case that I do get back to work, but I don't get coverage, you know, I, I still got my job, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed. But let's just say that I, I'm not taken back right now. Let's just say that I, I'm possibly waiting on a call that may not happen or I'm waiting I'm waiting to go back and let's just say I don't go back in February. Let's just say like right now it's in my manager's hands. Um, this manager that I've bumped heads with over the years, but, but something about that incident is in a way it was kind of therapeutic to me. I, I was able to let a lot of frustrations out, albeit very inappropriately, very unprofessional, but, but I was able to release a lot of feelings that, that I, I just feel, I don't know, reset and I know that if I am taken back from this going this point forward you know I know that I I gotta handle these incidents more professionally but I'm not carrying that burden now of two years of built-up frustrations um if that makes sense so but moving back let's just say I, I don't go back to work let's say company decides right now um hey you know I just can't take the risk of having you back here, um, you know, we're going to take our chances moving forward. Well, now the procedure for the union side of things is now it will go to panel. And I believe panel, you know, I, I think that happens monthly. I'm, I'm not quite clear. Um, but when you go before a panel for, for, for disciplinary reasons or whatnot, now you're facing a panel of, of three company, three uh, management personnel, and three union personnel. And they form a panel of, I believe, six, six people. And let's just say the company sticks to their side, and, and they're like, they got their guys back. The union sticks to the union side, and they got my back. And let's just say they deadlock. Well, now it goes to arbitration. So, and, and this could be over m- several months time you know i mean that i just don't believe the company i don't i think that's the process but i just don't also don't think the company's in a rush to get me back personally i mean why why are they going to do me any favors for what i created so I, I don't blame them on that i'm not there's no ill will towards that i understand um but but with my reputation i i believe i believe i'm a good guy man i, I believe i'm a, I'm a solid worker i'm a good guy and I believe I do deserve a second chance, but again, that's not my decision to make, you know. Uh, 
but but going back to the panel, let's just say that panel deadlocks. Now it goes to arbitration. And what arbitration is, is it's an impartial third party that is used to resolve a conflict such as mine. And whatever is decided by that arbitrator is final. So, I mean, that's, that's a lot of my plate right now, you know. Um, had a lot of plans this year with the wifey. Um, we're kind of reassessing our situation financially and, and you know, uh, figuring out health coverage for, February, for March. Um, and again, for the hundredth time, I, I have no one to blame but myself. I, I, what, I, what I hope you guys get from this is don't let it escalate. If you ever have a, a situation with management, my, I don't know if this is the best suggestion. I just wish I would have got out of there first before I let it escalate. And, and that's, you know, have your shop steward there. Um, it, it just it, it didn't have to get to the point it got to. And, and I'm learning from that. You know, I had the tools available. I, I have the resources available to not let that escalate. But still, I chose to go a different way, and I, I don't encourage anyone to to take to take those matters into their own hands. Um, you know, again, I'm, I'm kind of I'm humbled by the situation. Um, it made me really really think about how I've been towards my manager, my management team over the last two years, year and a half, um, and I really had to take a look at how how I handle these situations. I, conflict management is not a strength of mine. And I don't mean just for me. I mean when it takes handling conflict between two, you know, maybe two other Teamsters or maybe, you know, sometimes with Teamster, another Teamster and another management, I've been able to kind of calm things down, but it's not it's not a strength of mine. So handling conflict management for myself, man, that's that's like being on a diet but you're watching the cookies to make sure no one else eats the cookies in your pantry. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I'm not, it's not, I don't even know if that made sense. So my bad, but it, I, I just, it's, I don't know if it'll ever be a strength of mine. And if if you feel a conflict arising, talk to someone about it. Talk to someone you trust, talk to your steward, talk to your business agent. Um, just don't let it escalate. 19 years. I put in 19 years of this company, and I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go back. I hope so, but I don't know. And, uh, you know, that, that's, that, that's, <laughs> that's this week's episode, guys. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully I don't get in trouble for this podcast episode, and, and hopefully by the time I check in next time, I'll, uh, hopefully I'll be back or I'll at least know what's going to be the next step in, in, in this process so you know use the tools communicate with your union communicate with your reps and and just do your best to do things the right way because it's a it's a different day and age when it comes to relations between companies and unions and uh, hopefully i'll have uh learned more on how to um handle those situations next time I'm on here, you know, I'm rambling a little bit now, but, uh, you know, thanks for listening. And, uh, you know, if you want to reach out to me, want to share your own experiences, give a shout out, whatever, um, hit me up, Snapchat, Twitter 
at NorCal Teamster. That's one word, NorCal Teamster, N-O-R-C-A-L-T-E-A-M-S-T-E-R. All right, later. All right, so that was the episode. Uh, yeah, like I said, it was it was one of the roughest moments, uh, months of my, you know, professional adult, professional career, adult life. Um, made it my own problem. Uh, I, I owned up to it, and you know, I was, you know, fortunate enough to have, um, you know, three fifteen represent me, uh, and the company recognized the sincerity in my ownership and. I believe my, you know, reputation as an employee, uh, you know, I might be kind of loud sometimes, but you know, I'm a damn good employee. So, um, you know, I, I appreciate everyone's help in this. Um, like I said before, all those who, who called and checked in with me, um, you know, my family, my wife, uh, you know, really, really, you know, holding the family up, you know, while that, during that tough time, one thing I can say about that time though, is, you know, there's times where you kind of, you know, days you wake up and you're just kind of like, man, what did I, you know, not feeling it. But, you know, when you, when you got a family, you can't you can't sit there and feel sorry for yourself. You got to go out and hustle. And that's, you know, that that's what I did. You know, I, I man, I was creating work left and right. It was nothing compared to what I would have been earning at work. But, you know, it was still something to take my mind off of things and to, you know, help, you know, put a little bit of food on the table, some uh, gas in the tank. But uh, everything ultimately worked out for the best. Here I am six months later, um, really couldn't be better. I feel, I mean, the best I, I have in years. Uh, you know, we still got our differences at work and we still got some issues, but, you know, we, we handle it a lot better now and uh, we, we handle it professionally. And that's that's kind of one of the biggest improvements I can say since, uh, being back. But, um, you know, I just believe it worked out for the best. So, you know, that's the episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, you know, what's up. If you got any comments, anything you want to share, uh, give a shout out, hit me up on Twitter at NorCal Teamster, or you can hit me up on Facebook at Thoroughbred Teamsters podcast. So before I get out of here, uh, just real quick shout out to Zach out of OKC, local 886. Uh, appreciate the support and uh, congrats on your steward position, brother. Later.